would be a terrible inheritance for your kids. The National Association of Mortgage Brokers launches a new reverse mortgage certification program and what older Americans need to know about Social Security's 2024 cost of living adjustment. These are your top reverse mortgage news stories for the week of October 2nd. You're listening to Heckam World Weekly, the nation's only weekly podcast for you, the reverse mortgage professional. Home may be where the heart is, but after it's inherited, it's where heirs have to manage upkeep and deal with family conflicts related to what to do with it. So writes Kristen Seifert, president of Finance of America Reverse, in a guest column in Kiplinger.com. So what should parents do instead? Somewhere along the way, writes Seifert, homeowners came to believe a non-sequitur of sorts, that the American dream included not only buying a home, but also passing it on to their children, a tradition and strategy that financial advisors at large have supported. But there is an unspoken truth. Houses make for terrible wealth transfer vehicles. To bequeath a house is often to pass along financial burdens, red tape, home maintenance responsibilities, potential family conflicts, and housing market volatility. If you're thinking of leaving your heirs with your physical home, it's a good time to reconsider the conventional wisdom because there are so many more effective alternatives to secure your legacy and pass along your largest asset to the next generation. The National Association of Plan Advisors estimates that the multi-generational wealth transfer will total $84 trillion through 2045. While $11.9 trillion of that sum will be donated to charities, the remaining $72.6 trillion in assets will be transferred to heirs. A study from Money and Family found that 68% of homeowners plan to leave a home or property to their heirs, yet 56% haven't told them about their plans. And that's a problem, writes Seifert, that will likely be a surprise to the recipients who may or may not want to be able to service an inherited home. And even though homeowners wish to pass along houses, 40% say they have some level of concern about leaving behind real estate, including concerns that the heirs will not be able to afford the upkeep and taxes and potential conflicts amongst the heirs. Some also worry that the home will be sold quickly against their wishes. If one does decide to pass on their home to their heirs, those heirs are going to have to make immediate plans that include home maintenance, mortgage payments if necessary, utility, property taxes, repairs, and homeowner's insurance. In fact, Zillow estimates that the total cost could be as much as $9,400 a year, not including mortgage payments. To read the entirety of Kristen Seifert's column, go to Kiplinger.com, or we've provided a link on this episode's post at HeckamWorld.com. The National Association of Mortgage Brokers, or NAMB's national conference concluded earlier this month in Las Vegas, reports reverse mortgage daily. What was most notable was the increased presence of the reverse mortgage and one of the nation's largest traditional mortgage conferences. There's been an increased speculation as to just how much traditional mortgage brokers and originators would buy into including reverse mortgage in their product offerings. However, NAM's introduction of two new designations suggests a notable shift in reverse mortgage acceptance among lending professionals, reports Reverse Mortgage Daily. The Certified Reverse Mortgage Specialist, or CREV, was introduced, along with the Certified FHA Mortgage Specialist, or CFMP. Both designations were introduced with on-site courses for attendees at the event. 
RMD reports that Liberty Home Equity Solutions president Mike Kent was the featured speaker in one session, which focused on how traditional mortgage originators may leverage their existing book of clients and referral sources to become successful in originating reverse mortgages. In the other, Plaza Home Mortgage Vice President Mark Reeve presented the demographic potential of the reverse, citing that by 2028, the entire baby boomer generation will be 62 or older. Reverse Mortgage Daily reports that when initially asked about the establishment of a reverse mortgage partnership at the National Association of Mortgage Brokers, their president, Ernest Jones Jr., told Reverse Mortgage Daily that it came from an industry partner committee. That committee, says Jones, began to focus more on the issues associated with retirement. We have an industry partners committee who will go out and research and talk with organizations or companies that provide different types of resources, such as education or other mortgage tools, said Jones in his report to RMD in March. With a focus on how to better serve older borrowers was one factor that led to the partnership and also the creation of the CREV, or Reverse Mortgage Certification Program. For example, in the Reverse Mortgage course, there's a lot that's going on now with the aging baby boomer community. And what we want to do is to make sure that the mortgage providers or the brokers are well-educated on how those products work and when to offer them. If they have questions, we want to ensure that they have resources they can go to, said Jones. Most of our listeners are familiar with the term COLA or cost of living adjustment. That is calculated by the Social Security Administration each fall based on the average inflation in the third quarter of the year. And that time frame spans from July to September. Now, the bigger the difference between that and the inflation rate for the previous year, the higher that cost of living adjustment will be for Social Security beneficiaries. A recent column in Money.com shed some light on what cost of living adjustment Social Security recipients may be able to expect in 2024, but they also provide a brief history of the cost of living adjustment. It says until the 1970s, Congress had to pass new legislation each time the Social Security benefits required an increase. The annual rate of inflation more than doubled between the years 1969 and 1974, and that rapidly reduced the purchasing power of retirees' benefits and also threatened the sustainability of their savings. That led to Congress enacting legislation in 1972 that tied the cost of living adjustment, or COLA, to the annual price of changes in goods and services as measured by the CPI or Consumer Price Index, more specifically for all urban consumers. But a subset of that urban index, the CPIW, is actually used to calculate the COLA. And that's because the Consumer Price Index W is narrower in the population size and it more accurately reflects price changes for the goods and services specific to retired Social Security beneficiaries, who are at least 62 years old. Now, that segment of the population is especially impacted by price increases in areas such as medical care, home maintenance, and transportation reports money.com. The annual COLA is determined by the average rate of inflation measured by the CPIW in the third quarter of each fiscal year, which is then compared to the third quarter of the previous year. Now, the latest 2024 COLA prediction of 3.2% from the Senior Citizens League, which was released on September 13th, is notably higher than the 20-year average of 2.6%. If the cost of living adjustment does indeed turn out to be 3.2%, that would result in a monthly benefit increase of $58 a month, but that does not take into account any increases in Medicare premiums, which 
seem to always come with those colas. Now, the final cola is typically announced by the Social Security Administration each October. And this year, they will set the final cola at 8 a.m. Eastern Time on October 12th. That is when the Bureau of Labor and Statistics releases their inflation numbers for the third quarter. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of Heckam World Weekly. And we would ask if you would share this podcast with your mortgage professional friends, both in traditional and reverse. Don't forget you can subscribe and listen on iTunes if you're an Apple user. And we're now on Spotify. This week, be sure to go to heckamworld.com if you're not there already, because we're going to be diving into the five signs of an impending recession. And I'm going to tell you which four we have already checked off. Have a great week and be sure to return next week for more reverse mortgage news on the go.